Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. I am Gino. I have more than one IRA. Jasmine, <laughs> sign the prenup so you can prove your love. <laughs> I am Jasmine. <laughs> you are wind and devil and God, Chino. <laughs> if I, if you die... What will happen to me if you die? Write out a will, Gino, do it. It makes me want to tear my heart in two. What do you want me to do, Gino? Oh, uh, that was it's 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 actually interesting that you start with that way. By the way, this is reality, guys. If you're like, what the hell was I just listening to? <laughs> Wouldn't it be some type you of Sondheim? Are not worthy of my love, though. Yes, yeah. so, we're unworthy of your love from assassins. On an hour, ask us anything or a Q and Gay episode that we just did uh, that'll air next week uh, because we are uh, Maddie and I are on vacation starting uh, July second, and we'll be back on July 9th. There will be no there will be no episode that week B ninety episode because we are away. So I know we take off two weeks out of the year, and trust me, we hear about it. <laughs> Um, Don't worry, anyway, come over to us. Perfect. We'll, we'll we were, recap um, it. But one of the questions was, what, do you, what does Poodle think about assassins? And I, I talked about it where I, I think assassins is one of the strangest uh, concept shows. And I think 
I've never seen a production where I've been happy with it, but I think it's a director's show. Um, and I have a feeling I could direct it really, really well. Uh, so it's more about me than anything else. I second else, that emotion. I think you'd yeah. be brilliant. It's I've I've loved it for a long time. If you don't know Assassins, it's a it's a musical about people who've tried to kill U.S. presidents and some who have succeeded. Yes, and unworthy um, of your love, which we were just parodying there, um, is. A duet sung by John Hinckley. <laughs> John Hinckley. Who killed John Lennon. Yes. And uh, Squeaky Frome, who was a member, is, she's still alive, uh, no yes. longer a member of the Manson family. And they're not singing it to each other. They're singing it to the person. To the victims. No, oh. not true. <laughs> this is what happens when you speak out of turn. <laughs> You know, I took a shot there, like, it was a guess, and I figured if I got it right, I'd get, like, cool music theatre points. And you get cool music theatre points because you sing you, it beautifully, oh, and, and one you, day we'll do it. And you know what? It. I think you, I was really impressed that you knew that number, Robin. Well, Michelle, um, Michelle does make me accompany her. I, I, um... Make, Y'all, this make is, is not the word. <laughs> if you if you if you're just joining us, if you didn't listen to our previous episode, I'm here with Robin and Michelle Hello. from Blyde Fiance, and they're my guests filling in for Maddie, who's getting cut up like a ham uh, as we speak. Oh, we love uh, you, Maddie. Has he? Yes. These will. are these are big shoes to fill, and we would never presume. Is it going to have to be the same sort of procedure that what's her name on on toe? was putting off do you remember having to that she'd have to wear the scaffolding for 18 oh months. chris yeah chris yeah yeah oh wow i haven't thought about her since the tell-all aired oh. and uh i hope she's i wish her the best in whatever pill addled hovel <laughs> she's she's living in at the point um, but y'all, we're talking B90. Mm. We're talking episode season six, episode five, Suspect, which is apparently a movie with Cher and Dennis Quaid, which n- none of us had seen. I need to rectify that. I know. Um, I thought we would jump right in because just to change a sorbet, if you will, <laughs> um, and, and get an amuse bouche, as they said on. <laughs> As they just said on Below Deck Sailing Yacht, the guy, the, the gays who were on said, oh, I love an amuse-bouche. And he's like, you like to be amused in your bouche. <laughs> and I went, that's a Paul Lynn joke. <laughs> Are we behind on the sailing deck? We, Do we, we get it later? No, we just have, they started dropping sailing two episodes deck? at it's, a time. It's brutal. So oh. It's absolutely brutal. It. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We can't it's, get through it fast enough. Yeah. I can't believe it's almost like the networks conspired to actually burn us out before we take a vacation. <laughs> you know, thank God there's not another 90-day strand starting up and like, oh, thank God. Yeah, thank, thank God, God. there's not another starting up right after <laughs> and UK. And UK. That's right. Yeah, that's fine. Just uh, that, that's, tell us, you guys do 90-day, I know, but you also do 90-day UK. Yeah. Yes, we do. Um, it's where so, we started. We figured we probably should. Um, you <laughs> I mean, not not to some extent due due to your your wonderful, gorgeous mentorship. Um, we doff our beefy. Oh, thank you. To of you. course, um, you're so you welcome. Were, you were very well, encouraging. Not, you were Michelle, like, hey, you should do that. And we did. Michelle, you weren't technically a ninety day fiance, 
But you were out to nail a sugar daddy. Mm. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted, I specified, and I I literally yep. made a vision board um, <laughs> with my... <laughs> Y'all, it, it will not surprise you that one of the one of the many jobs uh, that I have had in my life and rapidly discarded, uh, as many women with uh, ADHD and, and autism do, particularly in a combined diagnosis, is yoga teacher. And when I was doing <laughs> yoga teacher training, I put on my vision board that I wanted a 40-something divorced Jewish dad. Ding. Wow. Serious. Uh, yep. Ding. Manifested it. I manifested, manifested it. it. I manifested it. I mean, there's a lot of us around. Oh, I uh, love a weekend dad. How, mm. <laughs> how, <laughs> however, however, you really should have put a wheelchair on there and an oxygen tank because yep. nothing, because then you can knock off four of them in a lifetime mm-hmm. if you're lucky. Yeah, that would have uh, been. You know what, Jake? If I was 10 years younger, that absolutely would have been my plan. <laughs> but uh, my ex-boyfriend, who was a medical student, really stole the best years of my sugar baby <laughs> life. So I have him to blame for that. Dumped me the minute he graduated medical school. So You stole the best years of sugar babying I he had. He did. He did. Now that is a t-shirt. Uh... <laughs> My my ex husband, who was a medical doll. student, stole my sugar baby years. Now, and I we I always say that's one I always talk about when uh, when someone says a sugar baby, I'm like, no, I'm just a vinegar baby. I'm just mad, and I just spit acid at you. <laughs> yeah, my sugar's um, fermented. I'm now a yes, yeah, moonshine balsamic. Baby. <laughs> <sighs> I I want to talk about and th- because this 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 person and this couple has kind of divided the ninety day sphere. Um, the couple I'm speaking of is their couple name, which I deemed them Riolet, <laughs> oh. Riley and Violet, Riolet. Um, I I have called this man a sex tourist, and here's why I say. These things and people have pushed back. I I, st- I still push forward, and I say, um, I say this man chose a Vietnamese dating site specifically for that. It is sex tourism is usually has to do with certain countries, um, usually Asian countries, sometimes South American countries, but uh, where 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 laws about the sex trade are less regulated, Vietnam, Thailand. Um, Laos, all of these places, and a lot of times men who who have predilections for these for 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 certain types of Asian women, there's a they use their own money and power to leverage against these women, and see people saying, well, she's kind of fighting back. She's got her own. She's forty something. I'm like, it doesn't change the the power dynamic. Exactly. So I still think this guy is gross. <laughs> yep. And, and as I would say, maybe there are exceptions, but as we say there in are. this country, not all stupid people are conservative. But <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. Not what is this? <laughs> not all. Not all conservatives are racist, but all racists are conservative. But replace <laughs> racist with stupid. Fine. 
There you go. Br- British Conservative Party. Yes. So we're not very yeah, different. Very different. Very different. But, uh, so yeah, he's in he's in a bathtub and really uh, really butthurt that she made plans, even though she's a math teacher, and it looks like she has to go on some kind of trip with she said kids. a mission with her school. Yeah, it might have been language thing. I, yeah, and so later on, he's FaceTiming with his friend Tiffany. He's like, well, she was she's gorgeous, but can you believe she made plans for tonight and I'm not the center of her world? What's going on? This is not how it was. So I want to know before, like, if, if she lived in the States or here in the UK, I mean, bless you, poor darling Americans. You, like, on average get, like, two weeks vacation a year, right? At most, unbelievable like no one in this country could even get their head around that like it's it's no. 20 day kind of minimum here yeah um, we we work ourselves to death in this it, country it's astonishing and it's one of the reasons why i've always been reluctant to move to the states i'm like i can't i can't do that oh, uh um, robin it, there are so many reasons not to move <laughs> <laughs> um so <coughs> no social safety net yeah but Excuse at, me. At, at least you do get 10 days Right? Yeah. I have no idea how it works there. Do you get any paid leave there? Are you, I, I, I well, don't know. I don't know what her job is. Now, if it, she does get paid leave, then she probably should have taken that time off. But I, we have I agree no with you. idea. We have no idea. I think she does enjoy putting him in his place. And I think that's a kind of a kink game they play. Of, it's that whole idea of whoever touches each other first is oh. is the boss. Of the, and I was like, oh, I yeah, hate but, you both. You're 14 how, years old. We love each other by flipping each other off. It's, oh. But how quickly did he drop that the minute he yeah. realized that he had feelings for her? Yep, it Real was quick. It was all an act. That's what I hate. He's He's constantly, I don't like... Riley at all. I don't have any time for him. I have given him as wide a berth as I feel he is entitled to. Mm-hmm. And I'm not afraid to say it. I also push back on uh God, I can't hear those words without thinking about that James McAvoy monologue. <laughs> oh not this again. We really, oh, y'all. We, we got waylaid on our last podcast by the James McAvoy thing. I I sent that to Michelle because someone sent it to me, and I was like, Michelle needs to see this James McAvoy monologue from Cyrano. And I said I needed to go into an interior room and watch it several times and just go. <laughs> yeah, and you told me make sure you're alone. <laughs> dot dot dot. I mean it, and I did. <laughs> And I'm glad I was. You were like it, a Nazarene man, <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally bursting forth after 46 years. Y'all, there are not enough tissues you can have by the bed, by the way, <laughs> to we, mix the storylines. Our our flood insurance premiums went way up. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it that way. Just from <laughs> yeah, it that. was it was everything was wet in the house. Yeah, it was. <laughs> But I, I need to say, you can find it on the National Theater. Uh, it was, it was. I think it was like a TikTok that the National Theater made. Um, you can also find like it on. <laughs> it's also your hard on drive YouTube. forever. It's also <laughs> on my hard drive forever. I've made several <laughs> copies. It's about if you Google James McAvoy Cyrano, and it, it's like a ten-minute clip all hot in penny all. dropper. The hot stuff starts at about four minutes and 30 seconds yeah four minutes 30 
it's like a time code zero zero colon zero four colon four colon yes. 17. so the opposite of that is yeah. is riley look i th- i think that if you insist on the other person being fully honest and vulnerable and transparent yeah, you sure. have to do the same thing yeah. and he of course can't express vulnerability which is you know not an uncommon thing in american men in heterosexual men in in general mm-hmm. in men in general i don't yeah. hold that against him what i hold against him is that it comes out his vulnerability comes out in the same way as amanda's where he just <laughs> puts all the responsibility on the other person yep. to make him feel Very better to give him a boost to gas him up it's like that that is her job and if she's not doing that then she's hiding something there's something and, wrong and this woman is not going to do that we know immediately we called her we called her the samantha of her friends when she met all of her friends <laughs> and she's like guess what everybody i have a bow and they were all just like oh samantha you're just so ribald. Um, and then she went but, back and went, and he gave me pearls. Can you <laughs> believe it? I mean, seriously, pearls are not rare in this country. That's incredible. They, I, they I, were hideous. They, I, they were unpleasant pearls, right? I think this man, I think this man has had either, has had women who have said, Riley's feelings are the most important feelings in the world. And Riley has believed that my feelings and how I feel about things, people really need to regulate that because I'm, I'm respected. Damn it. Mm -hmm. People love me. I smoke cigars. Oh, I, I went off on that. I, I said that he decided he was a cigar smoker at the computer to be on the show. I said, what's a weird thing people do. I'm going to start smoking cigars. Um, anyway, but so y'all, he's basically saying, uh, he's like, when do you, he's like, when do I get to see the daughter that I bought gifts for? The when daughter. Do get, when do I get to see what my money did? Yeah. Um, that, and y'all, that sex tourism, that's the entitlement of a sex tourist. And we're seeing that on full display. Um, just because this guy isn't completely abusive, I don't think he's, do I think he's like as bad as Pred? By no means. Mm-mm. But this guy is also this guy is is antagonistic, and he's not going to be okay with her with her, her them having a parody of of, of means. He's not going to be okay with it. Well, um, the way he jettisons her so quickly when yeah. they have a you know that his readiness to drop her to doubt her to cast her aside to not put any faith in her mm-hmm. just shows the degree to which that power is essential to him yeah and if he loses that like he will talk about oh i love her i love her i love her so much we're gonna be mad. but he is so ready to stop at any moment because if he if he actually gets in too deep and too vulnerable it will destroy him because his feelings are so fragile. It's just, oh. But also, as a tourist, he'll just find someone else. 
hundred percent. Right, it's, oh, it's just interchangeable. Up with someone else. It doesn't matter. Definitely got a backup. Well, girl. that's the hilarity. This whole storyline is: eh, what other men has she got on the go? Come on, guy. We come we on. even said we we called um, on Lord Love and Paradise this week when Scott, sorry, Escott took Liz. <laughs> His new Columbia girlfriend. And we got sloppy at sloppy seconds tour and travel. We'll furn if you don't have a girl to go with you. We'll furnish one. <laughs> and you, you're, I think you're exactly right. I think there is someone else. Um, and we will see how that works out. So he's quite worried after all this that after the what we call maybe less enthusiasm over the pearls that um, he's really wants to give her what he calls a commitment ring. Y'all, this is a promise ring. You know what we say about promise rings. These are for Christian girls who do anal. <sighs> this is, this has, and he's like, but she has to earn it. And that's when I went, I have no sympathy for you. Don't talk like this. So gross. That was so gross. So creepy. I mean, I I think a commitment band is worse than a promise ring and worse than a ring on a string. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No, the doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. 
Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free free a $50 value again our url is songfinch.com slash reality gaze don't forget to share your song with us too songfinch.com slash reality gaze now gary play us out with a little bit of our songfinch original song to all our queens love yourself never be ashamed have hope and find your happy hey hey our canadian listeners we know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The 
Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Is it worse than the key to my house? <laughs> Tom oh, gave Darcy. Now that's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, who else did that recently? Someone did that. No, Rosvon yeah, gave yeah, Amanda yeah, yeah, yeah. the house. Yeah. yeah, but that was that. That's different. That was an him. actual key, not something he, not that Tom bought in a curio cabinet or at like a I, precious I, moments catalog. Yeah, I reckon Tom has a door that actually takes like a, a key to the city kind of key. Um. That was weird with Razvan, though. I'm like, in, in what world is she going to be going to this house when you're not no, there? I think it's a hospitality thing. I thought a it was really a nice gesture. I thought it was a make you, make you feel at, at home. And she thing. went, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next, the next day, y'all, it's everything's gone. She's like, Violet says, I've changed my plans. If there's one thing about Violet, though, that makes, that does give me pause, things seem to happen and change quickly or her whims kind of change, mm -hmm. which I'm all for this woman turning this man out. Yeah, yeah. I'm all fine for it. So we're going to the independent, the independence palace of the president where we're going to see tanks and military warfare tanks <laughs> for the memories she was yes <laughs> she was all about those tanks she loved her tanks she right she them. really liked tanks and we were talking before about like uh <laughs> like in, in the in the other episode about um you know showing people around your city now i know what to do I know what to do. You just take him to the Tang Museum. In right? Vietnam. Yeah. The presidential, you get to see where, where the people came through and this, t these tanks ran down these people and this flag was here. Uh, he, al he also, he, however, cannot think about the tanks. He's just worried that how, how, how do I know you're going to commit to me? How do I know you're going to make more time? And she, he keeps saying things like, I just don't think you really prepared for me being here. Um, this, yo, by the way, this is day two. Yeah. He's hitting her with this. Day two, he's belly aching and trying to shame her. Mm. Um, and a job. it's too yeah. much. And also, he's a former military man. Right. Yes. He should be into the tanks. No, I'm not. I don't, <laughs> it's not that he should be into the tanks. I just, tanks. I just figured, you know, there's, significance to the end of the war in yes. Vietnam being that it, it, it didn't go good for uh, didn't go for good didn't, didn't go, go good, good for nobody didn't, didn't go well, good yeah, for the US arguably didn't go good for anybody but you'd think that there would be like that even just for the presentation the pathos of it, of it. yes that he would that he would show some reverence like no. I, I didn't. I, I'm not a military person, but I can't go to the Vietnam War Memorial, which is one tourist attraction I don't mind taking people to because I think mm -hmm. there's nothing else like it. It, it uh, takes your breath away when you it, see how many names there are. Yeah, yeah. women in Washington, right? Yes. Yeah. And I sob every time I go there. Yeah, it's, I, it's just it's so it's bizarre to me that he wouldn't even for a moment, go like, oh, wow. Well, I well, Do you think she took him there to humiliate him? 
I, I genuinely think she actually, is, there, is that a power I think, play? I think she took him there to show him something. She knew he's former military. Yeah. I think she said, this is a big thing with my country. I'm trying to share this with you. Yes. And it's something you might like. However, he only says, your country is so humid. I got a bad knee. <laughs> was, that, I, was there any element, any element where she was like, you're on my turf now, and it doesn't go good for you people. No. On my... Was there any element of that? That's so cynical. I think, <laughs> was, I think she was trying to find... But, like... but there are power play. That's what there they're are. all about. I Honestly, I do wonder if it was an attempt to I get do, the upper hand. I do think hmm. that she is not that into him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I agree. But I also... The thought of spending every second with someone in that, especially in that situation, would be very upsetting to me. I, he's, I would... he's extremely negative. He is extremely yeah. negative yes. and always testing her commitment and, in a way, fealty to him. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, it feels gross every time. I'm just thinking, you didn't do this. I want you to tell me how much you prepared for me. Mm-hmm. And it feels gross. I, I would. I for me, this is a couple you throw on the burn pile. Like I don't want to. I don't want to see them anymore. I'd be fine if like something happened during production. They stopped airing it. I don't want to. Uh, it's gross, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. You've spoken before. In fact, the two of you, respectively, in your own ways, have both spoken about how other cultures have different attitudes towards marriage, and mm-hmm. you know, and particularly, you know, in in, in you know parts of Asia. The, the, the idea is, you know, as it was perhaps more in the West a little, you know, some time ago where these things can be a financial arrangement. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of okay. So, you know, I think she, <laughs> the idea of her having to prove herself to him is not what this is about. This is about him proving to her that he can give her a secure and stable yeah. life. Right, it's, it's not the other way around. That's not what this test is, and he's completely flunking the test. That's actually that's a really that's a really good point. It is what I call the Hazel effect. <laughs> I've <laughs> called it that before with Tariq and Hazel, where the Venn diagram of is she in love with him, or and can this be a good life for my son? Are interlapping circles or overlapping circles? Right, and they it, don't. One have doesn't to matter be about the exactly other. Exactly the same place. A little intersection is fine, but yes. fundamentally, you know, it's it's an arrangement. Right? I don't. Right. I mean, the best case scenario for her is that she and her family don't have to suffer in any way, and that he doesn't go bum, bum, da, da, bum, da, da, while listening to jazz all the time. <laughs> Right? That is the best case scenario. I I agree. If if he listened to jazz and did that the whole time, oh. that would be grounds for divorce for me. Right. Imagine yeah. if he just and and imagine if it's not like because he strikes me as not like a Chet Baker jazz no, kind of guy. Jazz. He's he's gonna put on Miles Davis bitches brew like yeah. unlistenable unless you're really into yeah. that niche jazz M- and misogyny would... jazz <laughs> heroin jazz uh-huh um, o- only only misogyny jazz <laughs> only things about bad only names that women who've done them wrong but uh, yes 
And I, I also think that she, that Violet is in a unique position because I believe that she's not um, struggling economically in the same mm. way that, say, Sheila is. Oh, definitely. Or that, that other, you know, she. Or Christine from right, UK. Exactly. That's right. She's a, she's educated. She's a professional. She may not be. You know, at the top tier, oh, in, she's Samantha. Come in on, Vietnamese. That's true. She's she's her, she's her group, Samantha. Right, right. <clears throat> so so she doesn't need him for that, but there is still the the cultural burden that's placed yeah. on her of she's a divorced woman yeah, yeah. in her forties yeah. with children and totally. is, uh, is unlikely. So, like, I get why she would be looking. For, for an prospects, yeah, yeah, but I don't, I don't think that it's, I, I think that she is actually, I think she has the luxury of being able to choose a love marriage or mm -hmm. a, or you know, right. finding and a partnership. I think, and I would also say it is not at all unreasonable to be looking at several houses before you exchange mm -hmm. right. contracts exactly. on the house that you buy. I don't actually I, have a huge I, problem with that. I personally love going to open houses when I'm not even looking to buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just me. Uh, we just said we just talked about Sheila a little bit. Let's talk about David and Sheila um, again. This to me, this couple is the heart of this season for me. I kind of love Sheila, I'm and I love Sheila's heart that I see and every time she's on screen I think she's authentic mm -hmm. and if Matt Sharp does this to me where she's just trying to get his money she I don't believe it but she, remember Sheila's Sheila's a dick pig y'all she's like us Sheila's like it was big and red <laughs> and it was like an episode of Sesame Street <laughs> yes was, yeah red penis <laughs> Uh, so this penis is brought to you by the color red and the number <laughs> 10? 10? 10 inches. <laughs> 10, 10, 10. Uh, so, y'all, we, we of course are doing the love after lockup patented deaf effect of the cameras. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think we could only have this one more time. I'm kind of over it. Uh, and but what was really weird on this episode, there was um, a scene where they're riding in a cab. Mm -hmm. um, it was silent when they were showing like GVs, general views of the cab driving down the street. It was silent, right? And then it cut to the interior and the sound came on. And I'm like, yeah, that is the wrong way round. If you're going to do just on a production level, if you're going to do that, it should Robin be. Robin giving us the inside baseball. Right? Right? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, TV guy. Um, yes. Like, this is the sound outside the cab. But inside the cab, it's silent. Don't do it the other way around. That was weird. Agree. That we're, is... we're both like, wait, that was weird. That yeah, was weird. no, yeah. it was. That was observation one of weird, tiny things in this episode. Observation number two, and for the life of me, I don't even remember what storyline it was in. Did you see those two one-eyed cats? Yes! <laughs> what? Was that there were two one-eyed cats, and, they um, and both it was the lost... same eye yeah. that they were missing. They wasn't lost their left eye. Wasn't that in Romania? Was that in Romania? I think uh... it was in Romania. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird episode for little bits like that. Those I... are two witches' cats. I agree with you completely about <laughs> Sheila. I, she is the rare 
she she reminds me of Katie from 90 Day Fiance UK. UK in that she is the rare person who is without guile. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just... And she had a fire, and uh, their roof is gone. And a typhoon. I mean, how and, do you? And she's still happy, and she's just, and she can't wait to bone the deaf guy. <laughs> right? How know what it's like? It's not going to be that different. I mean, the only well, thing is, Jake, let me tell you, because you're the oh. expert in this area. It is. It is. Uh, it is. <laughs> It is, uh, it's, it's, it is a little bit different when they flip their hearing aids off and you're flying blind, as it were. Because <laughs> um, then, then it just is like, well, who knows what could happen? They couldn't hear me if I was screaming. <laughs> well, it, we're getting into a weird area. Does it give you the reassurance that you can say anything? You can shout out any name That's that true. you choose? That's true, any dirty talk. It's like anything oh, you want to say. Ah! <laughs> the most depraved um, things you can think of unless you're doing it in front of a mirror i will he say that's true breathe. he doesn't i will breathe. say i i have had sex with two different deaf men um one i've told the story about uh but the other both of the the two different ones we didn't have never had sex with the other one but uh the two different ones were quite good at what they did um and that there was they a say when you lose it. a sense the others compensate right i think that's a good hypothesis <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm gonna say this fuck a deaf person do it i have oh, never met a straight deaf man you never. know what i i said i said this well you're not i said this a connection to a deaf guy I was dating one time. And I said, I meet lots of deaf gay guys. He's like, oh, it's just because you don't know a lot of deaf people. I'm like, it's like they just happen to be gay. And I was like, okay, I just know a lot of deaf gay guys. <laughs> Sorry. No, I guess, I mean, to be fair, I one of the theater programs that I grew, grew up with in <clears throat> was um, a theater company for the for deaf and hard of hearing by mm -hmm. deaf and hard of hearing yeah so i guess not many of those guys would have been straight to begin with yeah maybe maybe michelle maybe our sample was off <laughs> <laughs> yeah we might, we might have had a very limited sample size for that um i'll tell you what was difficult for me I felt bad for him because that, again, that no-tell motel was awful. And I yeah. will make no apologies about that. That was bleak. What was that on the floor? Uh, I don't want to know. I don't want to think about it. A bug of some it. type. But was it a bug? Was it poop? I'm not sure. The hotel was very ugly and run down. It was gross. I just, I felt for him because I could tell how important it it was for him to to want to like for it to be romantic and I and I think the thing about it is I think he realized halfway through that she's here for him right and he didn't even t first of all I I was a little grossed out by the fact he didn't take a shower um oh, yeah that's that a long that's a long oh. flight y'all yeah, yeah that wasn't romantic mm -mm. No. you need if you're gonna bone you're gonna yeah. bone you need to shower after you need to do that yeah, yeah. you need to demust that ball sack 
Yeah. You need to air it out. <laughs> it's it is it is quite leathery at that point. Uh shiny as it were. Um It's going to be and redder. She, she also exactly it's going to be even redder like his penis. So <laughs> she's like David eats very loud, but maybe he can't hear himself. <laughs> And I I love her. She is wonderful. She is going down in my good category of yep. cast members, which is a very small category. Mm-hmm. They're the um, only ones to root for. I, it, it's yeah. not enough. I, I Increasingly, as I watch more and more seasons of more and more shows like this, I'm kind of like, I would like the ratio to be at least a third. Oh, you're long. dreaming. You're dreaming. Right? But I'll take just one. But... <laughs> This collection is kind of shocking that there is just one to root for. And I'm scared. Yeah. I'm pretty uh, B90, B90 tends to be that way um, because they're all the long shots. Yeah. And, but there's also the stakes are the highest in B90, which I like. Um, anyway, y'all, they need to be protected. He just says, she feels so good in my arms and they, and they bone like they're they're on the Titanic and it's going down. I love that she had her never nude shorts on, <laughs> her little her little cut off denim shorts to wear to bed. Wow, they bone like their capsule is imploding. Uh, <laughs> oh, what? Too soon. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke earlier in the last episode about Carmela having gone <laughs> been on the submersible and just was was out of communication that's the only for conceivable a period of reason. time that's the, the only, only possible that's what Tyre says the only thing that could happen is she was in the submersible must have been must yeah. have been must have been but that's, yeah i thought better and of it sailed so close <laughs> to bakersfield you can do it on our show no one gives a fuck <laughs> it, actually they, they uh, they they know i'm going to say something like it i spent so many times sharing memes and i I'm going to have to describe one. Y'all, I'm a, you know I'm a terrible person. Yeah. But the one that, <laughs> that I saw, I think, I think I sent this one to you, Michelle, was just the orcas banging pots and pans. Oh. And it just went, bang, bang, bang. Send more billionaires. It's nice down here. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. I had to say it. <laughs> You ever seen that website where you, you can scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and it tells you all the different fish Live. We were looking at it the other day with Alfie, not his real name, right? Yeah. Not yeah. his real name. Yeah. There's more than orcas down there. There's someone's some cr- made oh. someone's made it incredible. It's it, just one no, web one page long where you scroll down page. and it shows you all the different creatures that are at every depth of Ooh. the ocean. And, and then they got if- weird names, some of these guys. They're yeah. cool. Some of them are cool. You know what? That like the craziness of the deep. Oh, I loved. I ocean. loved identifying fish and things like that. I think There's one bit where you're just scrolling and it's just black. There ain't nothing down there. And then like Caesar's there or something. And there's like know. a weird fish. It's like yeah. yeah. There's like the <laughs> it's got like things coming meal. out of its head. <laughs> Some of them have got really like mean names. Um, yeah, like yeah. the the ugly flat tooth fish. <laughs> Um, a moving squirrel. on. Yeah. Wow. Moving on to Christian and Cleo. Oh, oh can I say one more thing about yes, David? Yes, please. Because, sorry, um, so sorry. Bec- no, no need to apologize. Um, I want to know if any other ladies out there uh, thought when Sheila was describing 
uh, David sounding like a pig when he ate, whether they thought about whether uh, he had any talent in a, in a certain area with a certain act. And I like to believe that I'm, I'm an excellent uh, lip reader, if you will. Uh, <laughs> David knows what he's doing. Ooh, good it's, to know. It's sloppy, but he knows what he's doing. You're going to have to change the sheets. And you might have it's, to give him a little guidance, but he's It's a little trough-like. It's a yeah. little like, yeah, sometimes things get out of there. You're going to have to change the sheets. You, you know, know what? what? Then picking things out of your hair. Yeah. And then you just do like I do. You get a dog blanket, an old dog blanket. <laughs> I highly recommend an incontinent dog blanket for all your going downtown needs. I'm just saying, any man who works two jobs understands putting in a shift. Okay. Yes, sir. That's a good sign, right? It's <clears throat> a good sign. Um, speaking speaking <laughs> of putting in a shift, um, Christian definitely is a server, y'all, right? Like Christian definitely oh, yeah. works at a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. We have heard Can I tell you that about the craft beer of the day. Oh, uh, we we have heard we uh our last meme with with those those hipster bartenders slash yes. barbers slash. We had that, we we actually got, we talked about that guy, and one of our listeners says, she's like, don't use my name, but I fucked that guy, the hot one, for like nine months, and she's like, and he sometimes brought me cake from the restaurant. I was like, girl! <laughs> and she's like, it was good, and you should have seen his body. So wow. is this yeah. is this pony? It has to be ponytail. This not, is man bun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, oh, you're yeah. not talking about handlebar mustache. Yeah. Not handlebar mustache. Right. Yeah, okay. but the other guy. Uh, she's she Could gave you him be more ten out of ten than having two friends, one of whom has a handlebar mustache and the other one who has a man bun. It's unbelievable. No. He is genuine. There was a point in this episode when he's in the airport. And he's wearing his. I'm into leather jackets. He's wearing his leather jacket, his beanie hat. He actually looks like Aaron Paul's character from BoJack Horseman. <laughs> it's like he looks like a cartoon of a parody of a you know, parody. I feel like all this guy's cool points are going to go into smoke as soon as he sees Cleo and gets in the same room with Cleo. Two words. I yeah. Two words. Caleb and Alina. Yep. It's a very different situation. He he's already been compared to Caleb in some ways. It's a very different situation, but being in the same room with someone is very different than talking online same. in a in a thing and it's going to be even worse because he is with a trans person and it's going to be mm -hmm. he has no experience dealing with the community he's going to have if that's the thing i think we we play that down he's like no it's just the person mm -hmm. uh, but i'm in love with the person mm -hmm. if you don't if you don't have experience dealing with i wonder if he even has people in the lgbt community as friends because he didn't seem like he did I'm but sure maybe that's made, i'm afraid to say i'm sure he's made a point of getting friends in the community. Yeah. He strikes me don't... as a collector, and I think that's what he's doing. Like I felt that Caleb, when he was, like, you know, hoping to be with Alina before she turned out to be a Nazi. Um, the littlest clan, clans member? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, it was the, look how great I am that I'm doing this thing. And, and mm. I'm afraid I feel some of that. And, like, it's the opposite of being great if you're doing it kind of for the the points and i 
kind of feel like he's doing it for the point or not for the social points not for anyone else but the points for himself so yeah. he can feel that he is the hippest of all hipsters. I don't know. It's That's the mm. vibe it's so I'm hard getting. to read. I don't think he is a collector because um the friend who looks like if John Goodman was a Russian nesting doll is sort of <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. Right? Tom. It's, yes, Tom. Yeah. Some guys should not wear what we call vests. I guess do you tank still... tops. Tank yeah. tops. Tank tops. There's another phrase, isn't there, which isn't as pleasant. Some guy should just not wear that. Tom is, I think, is fair to say, punching way above his weight, which makes me think yeah. that. Oh yes. And the fact that they've dated the same women, not at the same time, that's still giving me the impression that they went to the same high school and have had the same. And they were the. Do you know who they are? They were the guys that gave shoulder rubs in drama. Club. Oh, we've talked. Yes, we. I've, I've talked about this before. They're in tech theater. They yep. run the light board. Yeah. They and they like. Oh, it's enough to give you a shoulder rub. I don't need one. And it's like. And sometimes they'll just be breathing hard. <laughs> they're there, always run the light board. Yeah. There's no way they didn't have long hair. Yes. Probably. Um, probably, I want to say a a non-denominational cross. Ooh, that's a good point. And a white lo- a white long sleeve t shirt under a black mm-hmm. t shirt. Yeah, but they're <gasps> like, I I don't have long hair because I'm into Slayer. I'm into Dream Theater. It's those guys. Yeah. yeah, I I do see this guy. By the way, he is from we we said Adina last week. No, it's we've been corrected. It is Edina, and it is apparently a place where a lot of rich people are from and rich kids. It's not a Vagina. So, uh, Edina in Minnesota, and it's not Minneapolis. Um, oh. and they we a lot of Twin Cities people are like this place is awful. It's rich assholes. <laughs> so we're like okay. So they they already hate the guy. I, oh, so the, the one Cities thing people. he had going for him, I thought, is he's from Minneapolis, so he's like kind of Prince adjacent. <laughs> that, but no, like, he's not. Oh. He's privileged. Oh, fine. Um, and I think he also has that thing, and um, the guys who do. Uh, you've done a podcast with them. I don't know why I can't think of their names. The guys that do another Below Deck podcast, yeah. they're called yeah. something uh, else. Pat now. and uh, the, uh, Bad TV. Yes, Bad TV. Um, Pat identified that straight men, fashion-wise, tend to stay frozen in the ear in the era. When in they get which laid. they, yeah, yeah, in his words, um, I think he says pulled the most ass or something like yes, that. Yes, that's very bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, uh, I, I think that maybe because when you said rich, I was like, but they dress like garbage. No, this, but that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. they're they're stuck money. in that time comes period. from money. Yeah. I also think the family's very conservative, probably because like uh, Patrick, uh, Christian. So you're going over to see the. Uh, the lady, right? I've seen pictures of her. She's she's very pretty, handsome, maybe. Uh, and I I have a feeling the family is not very understanding. There was one bit of nuance, not in his defense, but there was one tiny bit of nuance 
which is, and again, it wasn't explored, but I think someone in the family was talking more about the difficulties he would face if he mm-hmm. was with her. And actually, there's some validity in that. There's some... He didn't say, friends of the family you choose, that part? Where he's... No, yeah. not, not No, that. he's talking about, like, when... it used to be that parents of... Well, I don't need to. I don't need to gay explain this to you. It's it. It's the idea, you know, that if gay explain if you have a, a homosexual child, that you would feel bad as your first feeling because you're Not scared of what the world is going to yeah, do to them. Yeah, yeah. Not because you think less of your child or anything like that, but just because they're going to have a, a harder right. life than if they were, you know heterosexual <laughs> go figure right. and there's some truth in it hopefully increasingly less as time goes on mm-hmm. um but there is some truth in that that he's gonna come in for a lot of shit and i got a slight feeling that some members of his family had said you're entering this is a harder relationship than another relationship might be and he had chosen to take that in very well you're not supporting me yeah it's he, worth going back and watching it because there was also, a little hint in that that maybe, maybe his family aren't being out and out negative. But he did say mm. there was vitriol, which he makes me think one, that yeah. there's some, and I don't know who they're talking about, but I, the fact that there's that many kids in the family. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. And he the, lives with his brother and he says, we have a very close family, which... Right. Would regard that's going to be hard to break out of. Um, but meanwhile, uh, Cleo is getting her kitties into the Airbnb. <laughs> uh, Adra, Abra, Comey, Coney. All I could think of was was it Coney? All I could think of was Coney twenty twelve, <laughs> which I insisted was on Jonathan of Jonathan Fernandez's computer. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if? Every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale. That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. coverage of season six. Oh my god remember coney 2012 y'all maddie had no clue i'm like how were you not alive during coney 2012 that's like that not guy... knowing who harambe was <laughs> the gorilla <laughs> while we're talking about his hashtag harambe 
While we're talking historical artifacts, did you see the poster that the um, Vote Kennedy poster? That yes, I, I found I found that too hipster for words. Now, um, two things: one, Michelle's mum used to have that very same poster in her office. Wow. But two, I'm thinking you would have been as incensed by something as I was, and I'm praying it's the case. Because I know that we're fellow grammar Nazis, right? Mm-hmm. Did you notice... For Kennedy. Well, did you notice that the apostrophe in 60s was between the zero <gasps> and the S? As if no. something belonged to the number 60, as opposed to the fact no. that the 19 had been replaced by the apostrophe. No, so, it's at the beginning. It's the beginning. Be at the beginning. At it the should 60s. be apostrophe 60S. It wasn't. It was 60 apostrophe S. And I thought Peter's going throw something through his TV <laughs> when he sees this. Well, you see, Kennedy you see... had Kennedy got what he deserved for oh, that punctuation error. <laughs> you know, reality gaze. Reality gaze is taking a stand. <laughs> Kennedy, sorry, John Kennedy. Uh, but what was interesting here is usually you see sixties with an S without the apostrophe. But to say sixties, it's in the sixties. No, you would. No. If there's an apostrophe at all, it is at the beginning. At the beginning. Unless it yep. means people in their 60s. Yes. E- even then, you don't need it. You don't need it. The S I would have never noticed that. I think, I, I think I'm filled with foreboding and dread this entire time because my biggest fear is uh, he's going to get to the airport and Cleo's going to meet him. And immediately yeah. it's going to feel like some type of updated version of the crying game, which I don't oh. want. And yeah. I don't want that as part of the community. No. Um, but I'm, I'm really worried. I'm, I'm, I'm like, that is the pit in my stomach that I have every single time. I yeah. feel like so. it, it's already, I, I, I feel like it's like in minority report, like it's yes. already happening. Maybe, but maybe I'm wrong. It. Maybe it'll be great. I just, I worry about this guy having no experience mm-hmm. with even having trans friends mm-hmm. or knowing anyone knowing anyone trans before um, or dating anyone trans before. The, the thing is, like I say, we've seen this before with um, Caleb and, and Alina. Mm-hmm. And he had the same thing, right? It, it didn't turn yeah. him on, right? It just didn't turn mm-hmm. him on. That simple. He thought maybe it would, and it didn't. And that yeah. was really bad for people that go through what she goes through. Goes right. Through, right? However... But then she put on her white sheet and sure. shimmed out the door, and it was sure. fine. <laughs> but it must have It must have sucked. If you are a little person to have seen that, yeah. that must no, have it was sucked bad. for you to watch that, right? But the thing about the trans thing is, it is really, really loaded right now. I know. That is not what that community needs nope. right now. Nope. Yeah, that's that's exactly right because especially in this country, um it's not what it's not the mo- what we need to see modeled. Um right. and Someone I'm getting hoping, the is not oof. I'm hoping that they can even if even if that the ick does happen, I'm hoping we can frame it in a way where Cleo can say I'm taking this back. Someone I I I know I'll if that, that does happen, mm. Cleo's saying I know I'll find love because someone will love me as I am. She shouldn't have to. I am hoping. She shouldn't have to. I'm hoping yeah. against hope that her northern Italianness, <laughs> snobbery, <laughs> confidence, oh. and, and snobbery will override any sense yes. of rejection. But it it yeah. does. And I, I I suppose I should say when they. <laughs> She's so vulnerable being both trans and 
and, uh, and autistic. autistic. And when they did the the sort of equivalent to what they do when they try to edit to show you what it's like to be deaf and they sort yes. of shook the camera and <laughs> made the hearing supersonic. I looked like a Beats commercial. It uh, was, yeah. It was it, By the way, that was Leicester Square and it's like that for everyone. It's, yeah. <laughs> It, that's that's a poor example. It's, I need I I need headphones everywhere. <laughs> I'm I mean I don't think I don't think it's representative of at least not my experience. I'm very sensitive to crowding. I'm very sensitive to noise. So like when they when they piped in the sound of the baby crying, like yeah. that was really difficult for me. I I hate things like babies but if i were (laughs) if i were michelle hates babies that's just it (laughs) hate them i get an abortion every single day on purpose (laughs) whether whether you need need one or or not um (laughs) yeah what i what i would say is maybe a more accurate slash relatable version of that is to explain I, I mean first of all it's different for every for everyone mm-hmm. but uh meltdowns can happen over very minor things you don't mm-hmm. need to be in a crowd i thought that it was enough of a demonstration for her to walk into the cafe and say oh sorry i just need i just need oh, a I 10 minutes i love that moment i that, loved right? that that i felt and when she, so seen in that moment when she started asking all the crew their signs because they have the fixation for, for that time was was astrology and that was like working with my students and cuz you never know sometimes when we would be putting on shows Sometimes you you touched one of the students would touch the other and they would have a moment and kind of lose patience and they would have they would kind of have a flip out and you're like okay and we get a call saying so and so's not in the show anymore I'm like okay we're gonna move on that wasn't what we needed to do and uh, but yeah you're exactly it doesn't need to be a crowd it doesn't need to be anything it just can just be a little short circuit. Yeah, it. exactly. And mm-hmm. and again, to to it's so much healthier to demonstrate it by say by having her show up and go, "Oh, I was really overwhelmed, so I need to take a beat. I need some yeah. some quiet time." That's and great. I thought the astrology is really mm. interesting and I know that there are a lot of people in the wider 90-day community who who cast uh, a fair share of aspersions, but what I will say as someone who is both into astrology and autistic is that uh, try and think of us uh, try and think of astrology as a language rather than a set you know map for life mm-hmm. and sometimes it's Which easier she, she says herself right no yeah. i say that no no but she said that <laughs> Yeah, sure. You said that. But she also said that in, the, I think, the previous episode. She was saying it's just a way of understanding things. It's not a prediction of the future. Right. Yeah. Right. But it, it's also, it's very important for an autistic person to develop understanding of other people. And mm-hmm. astrology is a shorthand right. for just just initiating a conversation. 
Right. You know, so I think that people need to be a little less resistant to it because nobody's, I've never met, uh, what did, there was a, a guy on MAFS Married at First Sight Australia who was like, I can't be with a star sign chick. That's yeah. on that's on the <laughs> definite no list. Yeah, it's immediate. Definite no. Yeah, it's my, on my ick list. He was so Ugh. foul. Ugh. But yeah, just you know, understand that for some people, that's that's just a shorthand for starting a yeah. conversation about personality no, totally. types and preferences. I I have I don't have high hopes for this. I no. it doesn't feel good to me. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. I'm. I, I think I'd feel better if I knew this guy had experience with dating trans people before, or at least had been part of in the community uh, a little bit more. Um, or he was preparing, or we actually saw him like talking with members of the LGBT community or talking with a trans person before. How do I talk to this? If we saw that, I'd feel better. But I don't, we're not seeing that yet. I think that um, he, there's even, you know, he wouldn't... <clears throat> he wouldn't even have to pressure someone into emotional labor. No, for that. you wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like you can call, yeah. you can call a charity and there will be mm-hmm. someone yeah. delighted yeah. to answer those kinds yeah. of questions. Totally. And there will, there's so many resources. <clears throat> also, all... he looks like one, he dyes his hair, which is he does. awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's too dark. You always, for men, it's obvious. for men, you have to go a shade lighter. Sorry, you just do. You have to go a shade mm-hmm. lighter than what you think it's going to be. And it emphasizes that hair. It emphasizes yeah. the receding. He oh. looks like if Jason Sudeikis <laughs> and Christian Slater like tried to make a clone of the two of them and only the bad features came out. <laughs> so he's <laughs> That's accurate. Because I think he, to me, he's your typical server, cool guy who you'd give an extra tip because he kind of chatted you up. Yeah. Um, yeah he told you a story about the chicory. Yes. Yeah. In the coffee. And or, he yeah. flirts with your grandma. <laughs> exactly. And, it, and yeah. Look, he's fine. What I will say is, look, <laughs> again, I am. I am. I am not in any of these communities. It is not my place necessarily to speak for. Yeah, I'm not sure that still yet. holding out uh, for bisexual. Sure, <laughs> um, I can teach. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure that kissing a guy in college is relevant. It's not. Right. Thank you for that clarification. It's not. Ha- ha- did you kiss a guy in college? That's immaterial. Oh, hot. Uh, I, I will just say this. It's not, especially if you're drinking, That's it's not the same thing. And the thing about it is, he said he kissed a guy in college, and that proved he was extremely heterosexual. Right. That was that was a real yeah, That assertion flag, was y'all. pretty unpleasant, yeah. wasn't it? It's was like, I'm yeah. so straight. But also, like, she's a woman, not a guy. So I don't see how kissing a guy is preparing you for this unless you're seeing her as a man and if you're well, seeing her the, as a man we have a problem all of the comparables feel off to me and that's why all that's why this storyline is is very foreboding for me yeah i there's just something about it that gives me a bad feeling and i don't know it's it's the opposite of david and sheila for me um and and it's kind of it's not it's, it's not as near as funny 
as Gino and Jasmine. Uh, oh, I'm so which, glad we're here. I know. I said the whole thing. Hola, can you give me a uh, like here, please? Hola. Um, Hello, comely barmaid. Can you give me some <laughs> life advice? Do you remember when we first met Gino? The very oh. first. And he went to a coffee shop. And he spoke yes. to the girl behind the counter. And she had the tracking <laughs> device on him. And he got in a yes. load of shit just for talking to that girl. Can Evidence, you... please. Evidence report. <laughs> Evidence you... report. With the little emoji. Gino was standing his ground. He's like, I'm going to talk to women in the well, service industry. We, we really believe that what's what's happened here is he was around his family the whole year. And he thinks he looks like a fool. So he sure. is trying not to look like a fool on television. Sure. He is failing <laughs> as he's usual. Not, he's not looking like a fool in the same way he's not shaking. No. Right. No, he's, he's th- in those terrible sandals. Uh, <laughs> and later on, y'all, so he, we're still talking about the pernerp. And, and the bartendress is, t- he's talking about the, the pernerp to the bartendress. And in our, she's like, in our culture, it's very rare to do that. So you you would need to understand. Uh, and later on, Jasmine is at her dinner with her sister, who looks 17. Oh, <laughs> she looks that. 14. She yeah, looks yeah. 12. But we can keep it, betting each other lower. <laughs> it just, it makes me, I, I don't know why, going out to dinner with your 14-year-old sister and tell, telling her all of the, your relationship problems just feels weird to me. Yeah, you're, you're uh, weeping into your martini. She's there dunking a cookie into her milk. It's just, I feel it's abandoned. <laughs> he was my protector. Ooh, talk about daddy <laughs> issues. Oh, yeah. Man. I, I wish, uh, here's the, the plea that I make to, to any woman man non-binary person if a if a prenup is put in front of you please understand that that document is as much for your protection yes as it is for the lawyers will tell you that it to you jasmine needs a prenup she Uh needs it she needs it just like she needs a will just like she needs life (laughs) insurance what, she what needs if a will you for... die? What would happen to me? <laughs> I think what she's... when you die in a year's time. I look. He's he's eating a lot of frozen meatloaf. That's all I'm saying. A lot of I... banquet hungry man dinners. Yes, I yes. I think ten years more would be optimistic if he carries on like that. <laughs> he would eat more vegetables, but he doesn't have the equipment. He doesn't okay? have the equipment. He doesn't have the proper equipment. Doesn't have the equipment. I need a cutting board with the proper. Equipment. I think that he, I think, first of all, I think she is confusing a will with a life insurance policy. I agree with you. Yeah, um, I mean, even if without any other paperwork, I'm thinking as his wife, she probably doesn't need a will. Unless he already has a will, which gives everything to his creepy uncle. Um, I don't think Gino has a will. I can't imagine I a man he's... like Gino. I think he's too afraid of death. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think Gino is an extremely anxious person. And I I just love the direct quote that she's talking to him later on. She's like, let's say you die. <laughs> and it's the way she says, let's, let's say you die. I'll be all alone in the U.S. with your terrible family who hates me. I, and... had, I had forward flashbacks to what the next season is going to be. 
And I don't <gasps> think I can do it, Poodle. I don't think I can watch that oh, family. Yes, I can. can't wait. I, oh. oh, yes, you can. I can't be. It's going to be wonderful. I'm going to tell you this now. The season will not be them interacting with his family because she's going to demand he move to Florida. Yeah, that's they're not, they're it's not even it's not even going moment. to be yeah. I don't think she will ever go to Michigan. <laughs> I don't I, think she will ever go to Michigan. She's going to make another demand that he goes to Florida. I think she I I couldn't agree with you more. She's going to be she's going to be like Pow in in that yep. regard. It's not she's not cut out for Canton, Michigan. No. That's nothing against Michigan or Michiganders. I just don't think that's an environment that that Jasmine will will seamlessly assimilate to. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, there would be a lot of so many cultural differences. But a, a, another interesting point that that Robin and I were discussing is I I don't know whether Michigan is a no fault divorce state or <gasps> not. Good point. But like again, you need that pernerp if Mm -hmm. Michigan is a no-fault divorce state. Because, listen, I don't think they're making it to the finish line together. I don't think this is till death do us part. No. But I I do think... Possibly early death. uh, Sure. But not dotage Uh, death. No, no, not... not, uh, They're not going to be rocking in chairs wearing cardigans. Not old couple on the Titanic. Yeah, Yeah, not that. Not that kind of thing. Not um, the notebook. He's going to get pecked to death by local birds. (laughs) That would be so funny. I think, I I agree. I think this is definitely a dateline. This is going to end with a dateline (laughs) episode of her of her just in the middle of the night. He says something and she doesn't know her own strength at one point and just, and like just a knitting needle goes awry and that's it. But does, does Gino, but then you have to ask yourself, Jake, does Gino light up a room when he walks (laughs) into it? He was a man who lit up a room every time she, he entered it. You're right. He yeah, see, isn't a good enough person to be a Dateline episode. But this is why yeah. I'm a bitch, because I will never get murdered. I've not lit up a <laughs> single room I've ever walked into. and it's, You darken them. <laughs> you definitely darken them. I destroy the vibe by walking in. Um, but no, I, I think that all this talk, if we're taking this, the conversation about his savings on its face... You should not marry someone unless you're willing to share your whole life with them. 100%. And that means everything that you've earned up to that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, it's different if you're like David Beckham and you're not. <laughs> Is it? Although that, that's a bad it's example. a really bad they, example. They met he, when talks, they were both... he talks like this. If you've ever heard David Beckham talk, it would make you go completely, bo- make you go inside yourself. Do you want to hear some tea about what? David Beckham? Okay. so well, I've, I... I've got better tea about David Beckham, but I cannot broadcast. All right. I, oh. I can broadcast. Teas. I just, I just can't say how I know this. Um, but. A very reliable source told me that um, the members and and for UK purposes, alleged, 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 because so you we, don't get we super don't liable. Want to get sued for libel? Yes, allegedly, all of the staff 
members uh, at their one of th- their main uh, family residence, Beckingham Palace, have to Beckingham Palace have Beckingham to Palace. be male. Um, hmm. The reason for that is that he was caught. <laughs> there were a team of window washers. And when you think of window washers in this country, um, you think of, you know, tradies, gentlemen, Mm -hmm. chimney sweeps, if you like, you know, in their coveralls. Mm -hmm. There happened to be a very comely female window washer. Trades. Yes. uh, Who he scooped off the balcony. (gasps) And... uh, Made things pa- to a squeegee. Made passionate love to. Oh. Um, and was caught out by wow. by the missus. Is it just so. me that finds that quite hot? I think I it's think so it's hot. hot. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I find his speaking voice so repellent, though. Yeah, so I, I remember we've had one time I used to get used to it. I heard him. I heard him. I was because I never heard it what he talked like. And he's he was you you'd think he's like uh you would think it's low because he's so rugged mm. and then you hear it and you're like hey wait wait you're like what is that's the sound that comes out of you yeah he's the, he's the British equivalent of Mike Tyson yeah it yeah. is true yeah um anything more I I think th- there wasn't a ton about Gina and Jasmine more than this but she uh. Uh, she 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 does apologize. Said, "I'm sorry, I hurt you. R- money ruins everything. I'm not going to attack you." And she, then she goes, "Stop shaking." <laughs> I for me, the moment I doubled over laughing was she. She was like, "Well, I was going to agree to sign oh. it, so thank God I shut the fuck yes. up and let him talk first. Lesson I was like, learned, that is, Jasmine. That Lesson was her learned. Kaiser Soze yeah, moment, right? That's the minute the the masks. I, I adore off. her. I love. I her would so watch. Much. I would watch her season on The Single Life. Sure. She is extremely intelligent. She is oh, crushing her. on social media. Yeah. She's coming. She's trolling everyone. <laughs> Um, I'm sure and she's doing I just, great business on OnlyFans. Oh, she th- she'll she'll do an OnlyFans. She'll do an OnlyFans. Anyway, I just I'll still never forget Gino. Let's say you die. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Let's. Anyway, y'all, thank you so much for joining me, Michelle and Robin. Thank you so much for joining me, Michelle and Robin for Blind Date, Beyonce. Y'all, tell us where you can find you. Well, first, first and foremost. Um, prayers again for maddie it's it's been an honor and a privilege to stand and thank you yes. for having thank us you. jake okay okay so we're sorry uh <laughs> d- no it's fine um you can find Tens us time, at blighty day that's b-l-i-g-h-t-y d-a-y d-a-y uh on all of the platforms blighty day fiance is our podcast we have a patreon if you're interested where i do a podcast with my friend and colleague Elliot, who has is an, is something of an aristocrat, a reluctant <laughs> to to admit aristocrat. Very well connected. Very well connected Very well politically connected. and socially, shall we say? So we talk about the royal family. W- would you call him a toff? What oh, is yes. what is a toff? Oh, oh is toff the ultimate toff? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Would you yeah. call him a toff? Yes, yeah. he is. The 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 the, the nineteenth century didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> he's he, he's not just not in the twentieth century. He's still in the eighteenth. No, 18th. he's he's still he he is an Edwardian. Yes, 
Yeah. Oof. And it, so he's it's remarkable. The, you know, have you ever met someone that not only have you never seen them in a pair of jeans, you cannot imagine, imagine. them. Yes. In a pair of jeans. There are several people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like that. But like yes. Yeah, so um, hop on to that. If you want to hear us do that, we also have a regular feature called make Robin watch mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. work title. <laughs> We've done Selling Sunset. We've done uh, Vanderpump. We've we're we about now, to do Plathville. We're about to do Plathville. <gasps> mm. Toddlers and Tiaras. Oh, I think that I think that would make him very uncomfortable. We, it we, would. There, there aren't. That's child beauty pageants are not mainstream in this country. Here, yeah. It's just. It's not, a weird American thing. It's yeah. very American. I'll it's probably sick. say things that will upset people. Um, but the idea is for me to <laughs> to watch the Whereas kind of I'm reality just TV put I've done. My lip gloss on. <laughs> go off. Go off. <laughs> um, so there's that. Um, and of course we do. Come at them. us if you remember Mackenzie, everyone. <laughs> Goddess. Goddess. Icon. Iconic. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Mackenzie is the Nora Desmond of toddlers. She is. <laughs> She's she was seventy years old when she was four. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I had to do that. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, we're punching out. But y'all go find them. They have a really funny show great patreon we will be reality gaze will be off for a week we, we go off because i'm gonna be in columbia maddie's getting his stitches removed or whatever he's doing uh and i'll keep every if you're on a cc squad i'll probably we'll probably post something in our facebook or not our facebook group on our instagram or something saying how he's doing um so anyway but i'll be in columbia looking up the bar where where isabel went with her gay friends uh, because I'm trying to write, I'm trying to write some of the drip off. Uh, so, and maybe I, I've sent, I've sent, I sent an Instagram DM to her. So if she can meet me there, so, oh, we'll, so see. Fun. we'll see. We'll uh, see. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining. Hey, it is always our pleasure. Thank you for yes. inviting us and having us. Of course. We'll see you guys soon. Enjoy your 4th of July or whatever you celebrate if you're not in America. Well, we ain't celebrating that shit over here. No, Exactly. Because you lost. We just. <laughs> uh, what did we lose? It, that's a good point. <laughs> Nothing. We just repeatedly play um, Jonathan Groff's solos from Hamilton. That's what we do yeah. on <laughs> July 4th here. Yeah. Y'all, happy holidays. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.